Hi, welcome back to One More Thing with Tiffany and Anthony. Hey. Tonight we're talking about The Flash, Season 8, Episode 9, Phantoms. Phantoms. What could that mean? Uh, well, it's not like, you know, my head went on a tangent. Uh, a Kevin Smith movie, you know, I think it was when Simon Bob and Jay strike back to Hollywood and they meet like... Uh, they're talking to Matt Damon. I think they're talking to Matt Damon and they're talking about Ben Affleck and he was in the fan, he was in Phantoms. They're like, Phantoms was the bomb, yo. And every time I see Phantoms, I think it was the bomb, yo, but I never saw Phantoms. So I don't know if it was the bomb or not. I have also never seen Phantoms, so I also don't know if it was the bomb or not, but I'm just going to say not. <laughs> this tangent was brought to you by, mm, not feeling this episode. <laughs> um, I agree. Well, first, my mind went to Phantom Menace. Um, ah. when, I, when I see Phantoms, I don't know why. It always goes to Phantom Menace. And I'm so conflicted about that movie, but that's a topic for another time. <laughs> um, yeah, nerd. We're not talking about that, nerd. Shut up. <laughs> Shut. Um, yeah. I had issues with this episode. Like, it wasn't like, you know, like, I'm, it, it People don't need to worry. It's not going to be like a season seven uh, rant. Yeah, it's not like those types of rants now. <laughs> right. It's not like, exactly. It's not like those type of rants. But um, yeah, I, I thought this was definitely one of the weaker episodes. And I didn't love, and I think I'm more a little disappointed in, in the direction that they're going in, which we'll get to. Blackfire? So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Remember how excited we were? Like, oh, like I've met a serial killer. Oh, it's going to get dark. I was like, oh. No, that's exactly, that's exactly it. I thought it was going to be like a meta serial killer. I thought we were like going to hunt the serial killer and like we'd find out like clues and find out like we'll eventually find out who it is. and It'll be like a big reveal and like why they're doing it. And they totally scrapped all that. And yeah, I was really disappointed by that. But that's not like the only reason. I really did think the episode was just kind of flat too. I, I hate to say it, but it was some of the Iris stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just like, thought... I like Iris, but I don't know what they're, it's like, they're trying to, you know, like, we're separating her. She's doing her own thing, but, and I'm excited for it because I like Iris. I love Iris, but it's like, I'm not feeling it. You know? No, agreed. I, I'm like you. I mean, you know, I'm a big Iris fan. Um, I, she gets a lot of crap <laughs> from the internet community. Yes. Um, I, you know, like I said, I like some stuff. I understand where they're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree with the extent of it. Um, but yeah, I thought this was very weak and I'm just not into it. And I thought this was a really bad use of Sue. Um, yeah. Well and so I would rather this Sue versus like Black Widow Sue. <laughs> oh, I completely disagree. I'd much rather have Black Widow Sue. Like I actually like, <laughs> I, again, I'm in the minority once again. I actually like that Sue. I go, uh, um, not that she was bad here. It's just, I don't really see the point of her being you know, here. Someone else could have been doing what Sue did. Yes. They, yeah, exactly. It could, have been, just, it could have been Allegra and Iris. Yes. And I also don't kind of don't like how like they watered down her character because 
And I feel like this is more in the direction they're going in just because now it's like, oh, well, there's no Ralph and we're not doing Ralph and, and Sue. So now mm-hmm. they've kind of made her something completely different. And for me, like, again, I'm, I mean, I've said this a thousand times, like if you're going to change someone's character, I want to see the progression of it. I just hate when it's like all of a sudden one episode is like, no, they're a completely different character. And it's like, oh, but I didn't, I don't, I don't buy it. Like, I didn't see that. How are they this person now? All right, well, let's get into this episode. <laughs> All right, so uh, Dion is like, you know, he's scanning Iris. He's, you know, doing her checkup, you know, because of her whole temporal sickness, which they have still yet to actually explain. They just said one day she has temporal sickness, and that's it. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think they know what it is. I, think, I swear I to God. The there was like a yeah. scene in the next episode where I was like, wait, what? I don't. What are you talking about? How does this, how did this happen? How did this happen? This doesn't make any sense. Exactly. But uh, he's like, you're fine. She's like, I don't know. I'm forgetting things. I'm losing time. And we see that memory of like, you know, at Joe's where she went to eat something and then the food is gone. And Joe's like coming from a different direction with a coat on. And she's like, I have this memory of us like meeting at a train station, which is from the other time period with the other timeline with the from the crossover yes and Dion doesn't remember that he's like I think I remember meeting in a train station I went, it's just a train station Dion it wasn't like we met, we met someplace like on top of a volcano <laughs> <laughs> when he says like I think I remember that it's like it's a train station calm down um <laughs> <laughs> and he starts picking up on these like weird like temporal mutation he's like mm, it might be a side effect from the treatment so I'm gonna go talk to our, my other forest brother and sister <laughs> so we can figure out what's going on, but don't worry about it. I do have to say, if we had to pick out of the forces to come back, I'm glad it's Dion. Do you know, I was just <laughs> thinking that, and I was just about to say like, you know, when you were like, oh, he has to go talk to his forest brothers and sisters. Like, you know what, out of all of them, <laughs> I was right about to say, it's like, I'm kind of glad it's Dion. I don't want any of the others. Like, it's weird because during that whole, like, you know, the Force's crappy storyline, he really annoyed me because they had him going back and forth and like, I'm so evil, I'm so angry, and okay, I'm with you, mom and dad, and oh, no, I'm going to destroy it, no, I'm with them. Like, uh, he was very annoying, but here I'm like, worst case scenario, you're actually the best. <laughs> so, okay, remember I just said, like, I hate when they just change characters, <laughs> you know, out of the blue. <laughs> I, I kind of take that back for Dion. I'm, I'm glad that whatever they were doing with him before they kind of just changed him into like okay no he's a good dude he loves his mom and dad (laughs) his forced mom and dad or whatever i'm like that's fine i'm sorry just thinking of like full force and force mds and like oh god (laughs) thank you but yeah it's just like uh, out of all of them if we have to have any of them coming back let it be dion yeah, no one like all the others are just so much worse like even if they made even if they try to make them like oh they're good people now it's like i, I still don't care about any of the others like they all annoy me dion is probably the one that least annoys me and at least his power like he can stop time i don't know it, it it's working here it's it does something like you know the other one it makes the, sense right the Frozo, like i'm angry Ooh, she hulk and then uh oh the, the brain paddle now it's Oh, yeah, the, them, I get yeah. the math magician. That's what I call him. <laughs> yeah. 
it's all bad. So yeah, so thanks for being the best of the worst, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, congratulations. Um, you get to always wear that jacket every time you show up. I know. Isn't he tired of wearing the same fucking clothes? Like, Jesus. Uh, okay, so he's going to go check it out. He's like, don't worry. She's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Someone tells you not to worry. There's something weird going on. You're definitely going to worry. But okay. Don't uh, don't worry. Everything's probably will be fine, even though I don't know what's wrong with you. Okay, great. I feel, I feel so yeah. much better now. Yeah. Uh, back at Star Labs, uh, it's Frost, Cecile, Barry, and Joe. They're like, you know, we're dead in with this fire meta case. We don't know what's going on. Joe's like, I'm going to go dig into the crime scene evidence. I guess, because that's all I can do, because I have no story. Um, and Barry's like, I guess I should, you know, be the one to open up the exposition. Hey, where's Caitlin? She's in uh, Metropolis with her boyfriend, Marcus, seeing Dear Evan Hansen. Okay. <laughs> sure. Made sense. Yeah, good for them. Uh, it's just so like, you know, they don't have to keep putting the makeup on, taking the makeup off. Yeah, it it, it is going to get to the point where it's like, do you really need Caitlyn and Frost? And you don't. Sorry, Caitlyn. True. <laughs> true. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So they're talking about that and then Chester's like hey I made this little alarm module thingy so we could like you know look for the satellites to look for the 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 fire meta and he's still like he looks at the the crime scene photos of the dead bodies he's like oh he's very unnerved he's like unnerved he's like and when you find out why like yeah that makes sense I wouldn't want to look at charred bodies either so yes like I I, it does make sense although I feel like Chester might have seen enough to where like I didn't expect the charred bodies to make him like that type of reaction but I don't know maybe I'm wrong storyline needed him to be freaking out about these charred bodies okay you're right sorry <laughs> and he's upset in the first episode with the first body too okay yeah cool that makes sense so that was their way of laying the groundwork <laughs> Right. No, no. Hey, look, give me something. That's all I ask. Just give me something. There you go. Uh, so he's made this whole alarm thing to help them see whenever like there's any anomalies that match the power set of the bad guy, blah, 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 but they won't know anything until like the person used their powers. And Barry's like, I'm pretty sure I can get there fast enough. Like I'll get there in enough time. I'm like, no, Barry, you don't watch your own show. You never get there any place fast enough. When you have to. Well, we don't need you to get someplace fast. You can go there super fast, but when we need you to get there fast, you can't. So, yeah, I do love how the show plays with that. It's like, oh, when literally needs you to do something in like a minuscule second, you know, he does it. And then when it's like, oh no, we need you to like not even come close to being the fastest man alive, so you can't get to someplace in time. And it's like, but, but that doesn't go with what you showed me before. All right, cool, whatever. It's like when he stops like two feet away from someplace and can't just get there in time to save uh, Wally. Oh, that's right. Why'd you stop so far away from Wally? <laughs> when Wally gets that Avatar right. was about to pull into the speed zone and you couldn't just go 
two steps. Well, to be fair, he hadn't leveled up yet. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know, that's like a thing now. They like saying it. They, they, they really do. Every episode, Tiff. Every episode. They do. Now, it's like, it's like, what the hell? Do they have a sponsorship with something called Leveled Up? Isn't there an app called Leveled Up? Or maybe, like I said, they really like that Sierra song. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, but it's like, why are they saying it in every episode? It's like, all right. We get it. All right, so now Sue Dearborn is in town hanging out with Iris and Allegra. She's like, I'm here checking out all the stuff, you know, that I inherited from my parents. And I'm going to go check out these luxury hotels that we own in Coast City, which I really wish they hadn't used Coast City because they're in Coast City. They're in Central City and they're going to Coast City. And I'm right now CCC everywhere and I'm getting confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, why, why is that a bad thing? Right. No, I can see that. I That's can see that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so she's like, yeah, I'm going to check out these these luxury hotels. And Lego's like, oh, that'd be fun. She's like, nah, it's boring, but maybe I can spot the CCP. And I'm like, what's the CCP? And it's someone they're calling the Coast City Phantom because it's someone like they've been seen walking through walls. And I went, you know what? Out of the nicknames of the Streak and the Red Blue Bleh, I'll take Coast City Phantom. I mean, the Smallville Red Blue Bleh was so annoying. It was so dumb. Um, right. Wait, French? What is that? Exactly. The streak was like, that just sounds like some dude like exposing himself. Like Exactly. <laughs> there was a song from the 70s called The Streak. Right. So it's like, you know what? Uh, the Phantom, you're right. We'll, we'll take that. Like, congratulations. You finally, finally got it right. I did like, oh, I did like how they explained that the building that they're in, that, you know, uh, you know, uh, Iris. CC Media? Yes, the media and everything, like, that's Sue's building, and that's why they have it. Because that's the only way they have it. Because I was like, I was like, how do they level up, like, Uh. that much to where it's like they went from that little dingy office to, like, this huge, you know, building. I was like, oh, okay, I did like that. It was funny. That office was in that building. That was the building that, like, she had her office in it, like, two offices, and uh, Ralph had his, like, office in it. And that was, and I think uh, at one point, Cecile moved into that building. So it was just, like, the three of them in that one building. And right. then I guess Sue bought it. <laughs> she's, got, she's got it like that and said, you guys can stay here. And apparently did some, maybe, and then did some hella renovations. Yeah, they put the name on the top, and I guess they kicked everybody else out. So it's like, again, just give me, this doesn't even have to be fantastic. Like, just give me something that makes sense. Yep. All right, so then they're like, oh, like, was like, oh, there's a new meta. How do they get their metas on the West Coast? And I went, are we really doing this? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> seems like I've met a lot of metas across the world. There's a lot of people with, latent metagenes, all they need is the right set of like circumstances for their powers to manifest. So maybe that's what happened. And I was thinking, wait, we just sat here and explained how there's an, uh, a possibility for there to be other metas in the world that didn't come from like poor Barry, because basically all the, the metas in uh, 
Central City came from Barry because of Eobard trying to right. create Barry. Barry. But we already had, we just had the whole like, you know, crisis, which brought all these like earths Anchor. together and yep. brought us Jefferson Pierce and his family who got their meta abilities years before Barry was even a thing. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I don't think, why, why do we need this whole like explanation of like, basically they're mutants. It it's was... like eight years in, no one cares. <laughs> one, you're right. No one cares. Like, I can't believe it's like, this is still a storyline. Like, oh, hey, there are metas in this area. Oh, that's so, I can't believe it. I thought there was only metas. Like, you're fucking eight years into the show. How is this still a thing? And then it's like, also, you've explained how this, like, of course there are metas now in, in, in other areas. Like, this has all been explained in other shows, in your own show, in crossovers, in timelines. How are you still acting like, what? This is what? It's like, this isn't episode four of season one. Like, what are you doing? It's like, why did you try to paint yourself in this corner that only the only metas that could ever exist had to have been like in a couple of miles within Central right. City when the, the first particle accelerator went off or the second time when the thinker like, you know, did the thing with the bus because that's how we got Ralph. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I think why are you the, trying the, to the paint yourself into this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was on a bus. That's how you guys are. It's like, why are you trying to like narrow it down? And they go, oh, we need to open it up. No one cared. You just said, here's a meta. We went cool. Right. I, yeah. It was like, honestly, I just feel like that comes down to like lazy writing. Like they, yeah. It's just lazy. Because I like was like, oh, wow, they've got their first meta in Coast City. And it's like, wow, can we stop acting like metas are everywhere because we already got. Uh, black lightning on this earth and right. he's part of the crossover which means he's doing stuff on this earth i know we're not like we're not you know interacting oh don't forget also sorry supergirl supergirl i was gonna say we have aliens on this earth too exactly and i'm pretty sure superman lois is on this earth too and they're you know right alien earth fan too. right this earth also not earth too <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> so yeah so i was just i had this whole thing and i went I am being distracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll happen with dumb, lazy writing sometimes. You're like, you go in this tangent in your head, and you're like, oh, it's 10 minutes later. All right. Let me keep playing the rest of the episode. Okay, so Allegra's like, wow, they got the first uh, meta. This could be a great story. And Sue's like, oh, you can come. You can stay in one of the fancy hotels. Allegra's like, awesome. High five. Free hotel. And I'd be like, me too, Allegra. I would go. Yes. But Iris is like, oh, wait, I'll do it. Yeah, this is a, it's a, yeah, right. It's a good story and we can expand our coverage to the West Coast. Sam Myers. <laughs> hey, they're like big. Your top, your top employee is Allegra. Slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, at the end, Allegra's just like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess I'll stay here. And, Allegra, and Allegra, Allegra had that look like, bitch, what? Like, I was going to go hang out. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so back so back at Star Labs, uh, the alarm goes off and Barry's like, okay, I'm going to go because I'm going to get there in time and I'll be really fast, right? No, he gets there and of course it's too late, but he could see the person that's on fire and 
uh, the flyer is like really weird. It's like black and it's just like on the person's body and he puts it out. And at the next scene, Barry and Chester are there, you know, like in their official capacity, you know, for the CCPD. And Barry's like, oh, okay, the flyer, the flyer was black. It put itself out. This is very weird. And he's like, well, the name of the victim is Parker Stefanato. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm just gonna call it Parker. Uh, she was a yoga teacher. And again, Chesh was like, Ugh. crispy dinner. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, and while they're still staring at, well, he's trying not to look at the dead body. Barry's getting closer to the dead body. And he's like, there's still like a little black flame going on, like just kind of on the body itself. And Chesh is like, well, uh, again, they're like, we got to drop some exposition. I worked on this containment unit with Ray Palmer after he started a foundation named after my dead dad. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Chester. He's like, but it's way back at the first shop. And Barry's like, I'll go get it. And he just, he goes, and it's the fastest he's ever gone to any place. So, two things on that. One, I don't know what he did, because he didn't zoom out. He phased out? Like, shimmered and then... <laughs> right. He shimmied and then was gone. And then he was right. And that was like the fastest he's ever been back. And I'm like, but if you can do that, how are you always late on shit? Go and look for something too. It's like, this makes no, like, God bless, your stuff makes no sense. It's like one scene, Barry's like unbelievably fast. And then the next scene, it's like, he's the slowest motherfucker you've ever seen. Like, I think I can outrun him. They're like the flash. Ta-da. Flash. Uh-huh. They're not fast at all. <laughs> uh, it was like, frustrating. Yeah, they look like, look, we got one thing right. We actually named something in a way that wasn't really stupid. So let us have this. It's like, this is all you get from this episode. <laughs> uh, so he brings back the little container. They grab the sample. They're like, they're going to use this as a way to like narrow down the search for the meta, blah, 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 blah. Maybe they can catch this meta faster because they have this sample of the flame. Yeah. Is this burning any, any turn flame? I, I, I knew it. I knew, I knew you were going. I was going to do it, but I was like, she's going to do it. And I was right. And I'm glad I did. It just came to me. I was like, we're doing the bagels here. Yeah. If you want to sing it, you can sing it. No, I don't mean, I don't, I mean, okay, if you want, turn around, give me your hand. Do you feel my heart? I'll sing the whole fucking song. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Do you feel the same? Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, back in Coast City, Iris and Sue are like, let's look for the CCP. And Iris has done a bunch of research and she's like, everything's happened downtown. And Sue's like, okay, great. So how are things going? It's like, work seems great. You and Barry seem awesome. And she says, Barry is leveling up. Everybody drink, drink, drink. drink. Shot, Uh, shot, 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 shot. Everybody. and Iris is like, well, why are you so curious, Sue? And Sue's like, well, if everything's great with your work and your love life and all this stuff, 
why are you so concerned about turning this new meta into the street part two? It's like, you know, because Allegra could have done this job. Like, she could have done the story. And I'm like, yes, this is actually something Allegra could have done. Right. And she was like, and I probably could have had more fun with her because, you know, single ladies. Oh, ladies, independent. <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> I could have, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that one. So before they can like go into this, uh, Iris gets a hit on the app that you know Chester has made for them to like you know look for metas. So they go to a Coast City Jitters. I love that. They're like, we could just use the same set. So lazy. Like it is economy. <laughs> lazy. And we pick Coast City, so we just have CC. We wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, so inside there are only two people, a barista and this like teen girl. And like, which one's the meta? So it's like, I have a feeling. And she just looks at the, the teen girl. I was like, I don't know how you have this feeling, Sue. Right. It was a 50-50. Okay. But they look at the girl, we see her like, you know, phase her book into her backpack and they go over to introduce themselves. And a teen girl is a teen girl. And she's rude. She's like, I don't want your help. And like, oh, we want to talk about this Coast City, the Coast City Phantom. We just want to help. Like, what's your name? She's like, I'm not going to give you my name. And the barista's like, Tinya. <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And they're like, look, we hear, um, we heard it is a meta in Coast City. She's like, what's a meta? And she's like, I don't want to be a next headline. And she's like, no. I was like, we, we work with helping a lot of other metas in Central City. Like, have you heard the, the Flash? And she's like, no. And I went, bullshit. Right. <laughs> That's a national story. I still don't believe that you don't know what metas are by this time in, in like eight seasons in. I'm sure the country in the world has heard of fucking metas, but whatever. Thank you. Uh, again, if this is still if this is still the same earth with Supergirl and Superman, you know about aliens. But whatever. <gasps> it's like, oh, like wait, were you like uh, fasting social media for the last like 10 years? Stop it. <laughs> Like I get that you can't do like a full crossover every time, but you can talk about it. Right. Like you don't have to do the show. You don't have to have the characters on, but you can acknowledge it. I mean, freaking uh Cisco was like, I'm gonna go to Atlantis. He went to Atlantis at one point. Come on. Exactly. I just feel like like stuff like that, like doing the whole like there's a, a the first meta in, in you know, Coast City, and this girl being like, What's a meta? Like stuff like that just insults my intelligence like i feel you're insulting the viewer's intelligence the viewer who's watched you know from probably from the beginning has watched other shows in this uh in this universe it's like you're by doing these and you know they're little lines and it's not huge or it's not a huge deal but you're kind of insulting our intelligence by by you know by writing these dumb lazy lines like i said i'm getting distracted going wait how do they not know this like this doesn't make right. any sense you did this whole thing where you merged Earths, and now you're like, oh, we don't know what any of this is. Oh, right. God, yeah. It's like this this teenager who's probably on social media all the time, you know, who, God, I'm sure can, has watched the news. You're telling me, like, doesn't know that metas exist or that aliens exist or that, you know, like, stop. So dumb. So she doesn't know about the Flash. And I was just like, well, I helped break his story, and I can help you, too. And she's like, how did you find me? And I just like shows her, her phone with the app. And the girl goes, oh, okay, cool. And she phases her hand through the, the phone, ruin the phone. She's like, now you can't find me. And she like takes off. I went, she's not fast, guys. She's walking human 
world. Or like, you could just go and stop her. You could just go grab her and go, hey, now I'm going to, you know, I don't know, maybe have you arrested for destroying my property or something. You could, you didn't have to let her walk off. It's one of my pet peeves. And yes, it sounds like I'm nitpicking and I probably am because I didn't love the episode. Um, I don't understand why shows like characters where it's like once another character walks off camera, they're like, whoa, they've disappeared. It's like, no, in reality, they'd be right fucking like they, they'd just be a couple of feet in front of you. Like, go get them. Walk a little fast. <laughs> it's like, it's not hard. Hurry up it's like, it's not rocket science here. Sue, Sue, Black Widow her. I don't know. Do something. <laughs> exactly. Do something instead of being so boring in this episode. It's like, I am chill and rich, okay? <laughs> well, that was the thing. It's like, like, I get she can play rich socialite as like a cover or whatever, but like, they made her so like, no, this is her life now. Like, she's so rich socialite and kind of like this laid back, like, you know, I don't know, just boring, whatever. And it's like, oh, maybe if you showed me this before and I really felt like this was part of her her natural like character. Like real her? Right. And But it was, it's, it's like, I don't know what you were doing here with her. But like, yeah, whatever. That was the least of my problems with this episode. Basically. All right, so she takes off and they can't catch her because they're not the Flash. Well, she's off camera, so that's the thing. She's disappeared. She's disappeared. Uh, back at Star Labs, uh, Barry and Chester like looking through the meta binder and to see if there's one that if there's a meta that can make like you know black fire, which there is none. And they don't they, they got nothing. They can't put anything into like the satellites to find it. They don't know what to do. And Barry's like, you know what? I gotta go. Well, he didn't sigh, but I sighed when he said it. I gotta go fill in Kramer. Yeah, because <laughs> she's now on the team. I went, no, she's not. Hey, look, at least they didn't bring her into the episode. Did you worry that we were going to have a, a scene where she's going to be hanging out with them at Star Labs? Yes. <laughs> sitting, on Joe's, I, sitting on Joe's lap. Um, but yeah. no, yeah. I, did. I was like, she better not show up at Star Labs. She better not be part of like the round table. Because also, she is like, you know, Joe lets a lot of things, Joe let a lot of things slide when he was a cop. But Kramer is very like, yeah, let's things slap. And I'm also very by the book. I am a cop. If I'm seeing something legal, I'm going to stop it. And Team Flash doesn't always do stuff by like legal means. True. They used to yeah. have a prison in the basement. Yeah, that could be an issue. Yeah. Hmm. So keep her separated from that. I mean, if they do that, I mean, if they again i don't trust the show to do that i think they'll just change her character and she'll be like oh, i'm down with everything you do now team flash let's do this we're all on the same team team kramer but they would oh crap anyway so he's gonna go tell her about uh what they know and like since it's like you know the scary scary meta and maybe she can help them figure out like the connection between the victims and Chester's like, okay, I'm going to stay here with this very scary black flame. But she's just like, oh, he's not cool about it. And then like, this is a weird, like, I like how this was done. It's a creepy moment. There's like these faint whispers in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That would freak me out too. And Ch- yeah. Chester's like, Chester's like, I'm going to calm myself down. I'm going to get me some coffee. And he goes for some coffee and he comes back. And oh no, the flame is no longer in the container. Oh no, it's now on the desk. It's getting bigger 
and it's bigger and it lunges at him and we cut to commercial and i was like okay i'm like i'm 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 okay with that that was kind of cool yeah i like it It was like a little tense moment because it's back when we thought oh my god you know meta serial killer uh so <laughs> right <laughs> he's freaking out trying to get away from the black flame when Allegra like wakes him up and he looks over and it's still like in that container and like Frost and Cecile are there. And I do enjoy this whole Frost, Cecile, mostly Cecile, uh, Allegra, Chester group dynamic they got going. Yeah. Like they need it's to find the- a dynamic for Frost, but they did have one, but then the actor fucked that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like Frost had, obviously when she's with, uh, Caitlin or I hate to say it, but you know who, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and it's like, and even with like Barry, like Frost and Barry have like a nice little thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, when she's with Cecile or Chester or Allegra, I never feel that I'm always like, this feels a little awkward when Frost is there. Yeah, which is weird because I was like, you think like maybe Frost and Allegra would be, but that doesn't really work either. No, like I don't see, like, I don't think Frost fits with Allegra, Chester, or Cecile that much. Like, I don't know. They like, they just, they have different vibes. And I don't mean Cecile. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I laughed for you. I, <laughs> I heard it. I appreciate it. It's like, yeah, anyway, so, I got yeah. the gig. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they're there. And he's like, oh, I, uh, it was just a bad dream. Ooh, ooh. And then, like, it feels like, I can feel how frightened you are. I thought you didn't use your powers like that. Thank so you. Please. Thank you. I was right about to rant about that. But yes, it's like, wait a minute. You just said in like a, the other episode or like two episodes ago, whenever it was, you were like, Barry, I don't do that because that's not right to read people's emotions. That's, you know, that's wrong. And it's like, oh, okay. So it's wrong to read people's emotions. You shouldn't just manipulate them like that. Got it. Cool. Great. Even though you've been doing it before, but now all of a sudden you're against it. All right, whatever. And now she's like, I'm reading your emotions, uh, Chester. It's like, wait, but I thought you said, what? She does it throughout the whole episode. <laughs> and every time I'm like, but I thought you didn't do that. I thought you at least have to get the permission. You have to ask them, right? No, no. He didn't ask you to read his emotions. Right. And are you, are you just saying that they've all agreed and like off screen and we just don't know about that? Like, because I'd like to mention that, like, especially after you just did an episode saying you're firmly against that, unless they agree. So it's like, at least kind of mention that because it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I thought you said you don't do this yet. The Flash said, whatever. Whatever. Go with it. It's season eight. <laughs> Word. Look at season seven and tell me you're gonna complain. Uh, and he's correct. <laughs> exactly. All right. So she's like, I could feel like you know, like how like whatever about you. And he's like, No, no, I just need some coffee. I'm overworked. Blah blah. And he and he leaves, and they're all like, Okay something's wrong like and like he's been having a really hard time but why hasn't he said anything you know because he's always very touchy-feely he's t- in touch with his emotions he doesn't hide any of that 
And Cecile like says, it must be like super, super personal. Like was like, oh, that's my cue. He'll talk to me about it. I actually like, I don't know why, but it's like, that was kind of like arrogant, but I appreciate that from her. She was like, yeah, I got this. Okay, if we are going down this road, she has to be the one to be like, yes. Yeah. We are all aware of what's happening here. I know I'm the one who could do it. I'm not gonna force you guys to like be all awkward about like maybe you should do the leg It's like, no. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that's what I liked about it. I liked the fact that it wasn't like them being like, Allegra, I think you should do it. And her being like, why? And you're like, what? really? Right, exactly. I like the fact she was like, no, no, no. It's me. I got this. And I was like, yeah, okay, good. I like that. The best you've yeah. ever been in the show, Allegra. You keep going. You go, girl. Yeah. He redeemed. <laughs> redeemed. He redeemed. I mean, as much as we possibly can. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So now, Iris and Sue are trying to regroup after Tanya trashed Iris's phone. And Sue's like, well, I'm going to download. Uh, Chester's dark matter tracker app. She's like, it's gonna take seven hours. She's like, I need to upgrade my service. Like, I you, have the money for it. Oh, uh, it. You know, it's the bad storyline that, like, right after we're talking about the Allegra thing, and you're like, okay, back to Iris and Sue. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, them. <laughs> so they're like trying to figure out, like, okay, they have to come up with some sort of strategy. Like, well, let's narrow down all the places she could be and search them and Sue's like, like that's a great idea you're a great reporter I'm like that's basic but okay um yeah she really just, like she really hammered home how great a reporter Iris is and I'm like but Iris, Iris basically just did what you know is called common sense I'm pretty sure you could came up that too Sue all right uh they're like okay Sue so, would be like oh my god I'm a great reporter It's like, look, that's this will give us enough time to talk about like the real problem, like what's going on with you, Iris. And I was like, okay, I have this time sickness. Don't ask me what it is or what it means, how I got it, because I don't know. <laughs> the writers don't know. No one knows. Please don't ask. But I like the fact no, no. that. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I like the fact that she actually, you know, said what it was and didn't like. I'm gonna keep this a secret until the very end. I do like that. I was going to say, I, I like the fact that we don't know what it is or how it got it, but somehow Dia knows how to treat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. How can you treat something, but you don't know where it is? How, how'd you got it? Doctor, what do I have? I have no idea. We've never seen this before. We don't know what it is, but uh, we're giving you treatment for it. Does it work? I don't know. I don't know. Could be making it work. Making stuff. Uh, you take it stuff. Oh God. Anyway, she's like, well, she's, she's like, but also she's like, now I'm like losing some kind of time. And she's like, and now Dion said he found something he's never seen before. And even though he tells me to relax, I'm not gonna relax. So I'm clearly distracting myself with this story. And so it's like, I totally get it. Cause when I found out about how my parents were jerks and like volunteered to work with Black Hole, I had to like, I like, you know, ran away from it. I put it aside. I did not face it. But then I had to stop and like, you know, face it head on. You need to do the same thing. You need to stop running from the fear of the unknown. And Tenya, uh, I was like, oh, I know how to find Tanya. 
This was like, were you actually listening to me? Or were you just thinking about Tenny this whole time? <laughs> I was like, I said the same thing. I was like, did she actually listen to anything she said? Or did, was she thinking the whole time how to find Tenny? Yeah, face it head on. Oh, that gives me an idea. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, they're right. Because they're like, that didn't fit. I don't, I don't think she was paying attention to Sue at all. I think she was totally in her head thinking about how to find the girl. Like, uh-huh. And she's like, what does Sue talk about? Whatever. I know how to do it. Okay, I'm willing for her to shut up for a second. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I hope that's how it went down in her head. I was like, oh, okay. This, I, I, I guess we're still doing. They're gonna find this girl. Sure, whatever. Okay. Anyway, so Chester is having coffee in the lounge. Allegra goes to see him. She's got that little black fire container in front of him. She's like, "You look more stressed than during some of our D and D campaigns. We do D and D because that's how they flirt." And she's like, I know this fire medication is tough. And because you're the science dude, you're in it pretty deep because you had to do all the tests and everything. Like, so you must be under a lot of pressure, but you're not in this alone. We're in it all together. You need to talk. Excuse me. Uh, family. We think it's a little creepy, especially when you realize that they like each other. Oh. I was thinking we're all in this together from like the high school musical. We're all in this together. The only thing I know about High School Musical. Sure. I've never, I've actually never seen High School Musicals, unlike you, who probably will have like all three, like Blu-ray. Is that a still a thing, Blu-ray? I don't know. Streaming. Why did you know this three cracks me up? Is there? Oh, did I get that right? Wink. I think there's three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Was, oh yeah, so, so it's like you know we're in it together. If you need to talk, it's like uh, or more than talk. Uh-huh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Let's get it on. <laughs> uh, but as they're talking, all of a sudden they notice that the fire is not in the container, and it's like now like moving across the counter, and that goes like, oh my god. How to get out? And just like, no, this is just a dream. A dream. This is not it. And like, I was like, no, no, this ain't a dream because now the fire is getting bigger and bigger, and it goes to lunge at them, and they're like jumping back, and they're like, what about the fire suppression alarm that you know, Star Lab should have some sort of fire alarm? They're like, uh, it, well, this fire is made from cold fusion, so it doesn't register as a real fire, so we're screwed, and. Allegra pulls out her phone and she presses the panning app for Barry and he <laughs> comes in and he like tries to do like the, the windmill thing where he like, you know, waves his arm around to put the fire out, but it doesn't go out. Right. And he's like, okay, guys, stay behind me. And he just kind of, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to phase him out the room. But before they can do anything, the fire just takes off. Goes I just like, I just like how like Barry did that one thing. And then after that one attempt, he's like, I can't put it out. It's like, that's all you tried? Really? Okay. He's like, he went, really hard on it like just blew at it really hard it went oh no i don't know what else to do be screwed like right. get out of the room take him out the room be fast right <laughs> is he is he i'm so glad you could doubt that uh, remember how they used to lie to us at the beginning of every episode my name is barry <laughs> allen i'm the fastest man alive you liar 
liar, you dirty little liar. It's like you are not. You won't even you you won't even run to get your friends out of a uh, 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 bad situation. He's like, ah, I guess we're stuck here. Oh no! Like, uh, <laughs> you're fast, Barry. Like, take him out of the room. Like, what are you doing? Now we have to have that dramatic moment with what's it gonna do? It's gonna leave. It's gonna fuck off and go away. <laughs> the fire's gonna go. Ah, fuck! I'm done with this. This is too easy. The fire. The fire's <laughs> like. I want you to know this is my decision. Okay, my decision to leave. Uh, so everyone's trying to regroup. They're like, "What's going on?" Like, you know, first Chester has the dream about the black fire, and then it comes to attack him. And like, why? And uh, Frost is like, "Why didn't your detection thing like you know go off?" He's like, "Well, I had the grid set outside of Star Labs." <laughs> Right. I fixed it so now Star Labs is included. So, you know, we're cool and we're also clear. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. It's like this fire can appear and disappear at random. The fire leaves no trace. It's like a ghost. <gasps> a ghost fire. A ghost fire. <laughs> no? No. Roadhouse. <laughs> so so Chester again is freaked out. He's like, ghosts? I'm scared of ghosts. Um, <laughs> and Cecile picks up on that, which I'm like, I don't know. I would be scared of ghosts too. And he takes off Cecile's like, he's hurting real bad inside. And <laughs> that's how she said it. They're like, uh, well, can you blame him? He's like, first I met a kills like the two people at the bar, then a yoga instructor. Now it's coming after Chester. And if they can get in Star Labs, it could be anywhere. And I'm like, anyone can get in Star Labs. We've already learned this, guys. That's why I was like, again, it makes it's lazy writing. It makes no or these people are idiots. It made no sense that he didn't put the tracking thing in Star Labs when it's like, but everything gets into Star Labs. Everything happens in Star Labs. How did you not put like a warning system in there? Bad ride. Uh, <clears throat> so they're wondering, like, well, what if? The person is controlling the fires remotely because he didn't have a form. They had a form kind of, but didn't have a face. It could have been projection. And maybe that's why Barry can't catch the person doing it because the person is never actually at the scene of the crimes. I mean, or, or because Barry's slow. Um, I was going to say, because he's slow. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, but why? Again, but the other question is still, why is this going after Chester? And Barry's like, push Star Labs on lockdown. I mean, I guess it's just putting a little chain on the lock. And because <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. He's like, I'm the only one getting in or out. I'm going to search the city for what, Barry? For what? He's going to search the city for hope. I don't know. Searching the city for rock and roll. This is what it's built on. He'll search this city. He'll search. <laughs> this city because he don't know what to do <laughs> that's what it felt like he's like i got no answers i'm gonna tell him i'm gonna search the city and he's going to jitters to get like a coffee i feel like that's what he does when he's like when he has no clue what to do he's like oh i'm gonna go search around and he's just like he like zooms out and then he's like ah fuck it i don't know what to do i'm gonna go see a movie I'm gonna go see other show, the other shows that we can't cross over to right now. I'm gonna go hang out with them. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to Metropolis. I'm gonna hang out with Lois. 
Jefferson's like, you're back again, Barry? He's like, yeah, I can't find anything. All right, cool. <laughs> so what are we having for dinner, guys? <laughs> What's up, Gandy? Hi, Jim. Oh, sorry. So he's going to stop. <laughs> and now we're right. Well, sorry. Right when we said, like, I miss Black Lightning, like this huge thing of thunder just hit outside. And I was like, oh, thunder and lightning. I missed them too. Ah, I do. I do. It was, almost, it was almost like the weather was like, we missed them too. Here's thunder. Okay. Enough of that sadness. <laughs> I like we legit had like a pause in like memoriam for Black Lightning. Exactly. Now we're back in Coast City. Oh, and yeah, we see this, this dumb episode. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We see Tanya doing her best shadow cat cosplay because she <laughs> phases her way into the apartment. Shadow cat. No. Okay. Nerd. Kitty Pride. <laughs> no? Okay. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Marvel and this is DC. Oh, you know the two different the difference between both nerd. <laughs> Tell me more about the Phantom Menace. I will. Here's the thing about the Phantom. Hey, hey, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Tell me about Kylo Ren. Oh, I hate Kylo Ren. He's the worst character. <laughs> He's my favorite character. Never seen any of it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what's a Star Wars? <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay, Kitty Pride, keep going. Yeah, so she, Kitty Pride's away to the apartment where Iris and Sue are waiting for her. And she's like, I'm out of here. And Sue's like, haha, I'm not going to let you just walk out the door like I did last time. My friends at Star Labs gave me this molecular stabling matrix thing that's going to stop any man that's like you within a three block radius. So you just stay put. She's like, I thought you helped people. She's like, Iris does. It depends on my mood. And that was the most Sue like she's ever That's been. That's it. That was my favorite, my favorite Sue line of the entire episode. Um, also, can we also just uh, point out that and agree that Iris and Sue broke into that place, right? Yes. They broke into some No, no, house. no. Sue brought the, part, the apartment building because it's got a lot of money and they got the keys. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she Tony Stark that. Yeah, there's another reference. Yeah. Ah, there yeah. you go. Nerd. Um, yeah. I like him John nerding you for like the most basic things. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, they did break into that apartment. Yeah. But no one's in there because the place is like dusty and abandoned. Right. But they yeah, locked the door see- too. Like, did they need her to phase in? Like, like, why did they lock the door? Just let her open the door. Because we need to see her powers, even though we saw her powers when she used it on the uh, the phone and her backpack. But we need to see more of her powers. It sounds so basic, to... and yet you're absolutely because right. Because we're supposed to care about this character a lot. I don't even care. I forgot her name. Was it Tanya? Tanya. Whatever. <laughs> more like Nanya. Which is spelled... Which is looks like tiny a so I'd, like if you didn't like if you didn't hear it you'd be like tiny up tiny up oh, tiny a girl <laughs> exactly uh okay so i was like i know you're looking for your mom 
I could tell that you had your whole life in your backpack. And like, I did some digging on you because I found your first name and no one else is named Tanya. Uh, and she, Or maybe there are, I don't know. I don't know where Tanya came from. It's just, she found out that she was a, a, a runaway from foster care and that uh, I know that your birth mother had worked at Jitters or that you had figured out your birth mother had worked at Jitters. Anyway, they knew that she worked at Jitters and that this was her last known apartment, but clearly no one had been there because it's all dusty and dark and they were able to break it. Uh, <laughs> I think it would have been hysterical if like, they end the scene and then there's a woman in like the corner and goes so when are you leaving my place and the mother's been there the entire time and Sue's like here's the money I owed I said I'll give you <laughs> so that's my daughter great but where's the money exactly so she's like my real mom abandoned me when I was born she never contacted her but now I have these powers and I've got a chance to be someone I want to show my mom that I'm awesome and maybe if I'm special, she'll she'll take me back. <laughs> and then uh Sue's like, oh, her powers are manifested by intense emotion. I was like, I did not care how she got her powers. I did not. Unless this is a connected to like 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 is well, that's the this is the least of all the things I didn't care about the storyline, but of all of it, I did not care about how she got her powers. Because again, unless it's connected to like the thinker, like, you know, Ralph's on a bus and now he's got powers. Right. Her just going, her just like, you know, getting triggered by intense emotion, like, I don't know, like she's a mutant going through puberty, doesn't count. I don't care. Like, at the very least, they better bring this back up like some time later where it's like, oh, that's right. This happened because they've already explained that someone going through puberty can, <laughs> and have intense emotions can trigger. I don't fucking know. And I don't even care. I was trying to make it work, but I don't even care about what I'm saying right now. There you go. So in the end, they offer to help her. Find I lost her. interest in my own. That's how that's how weak the storyline was. I lost interest in my own thought. <laughs> That is the biggest problem. This whole storyline is just so weak. It's like, we got to give Iris something to do. And you went with Tanya. <laughs> yeah, went with Tanya. Okay, all right. Anyway, so they offered to help her find her mother. And Sue's like, oh, by the way, this is just a paperweight. Because I'm still Sue. Ha, 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 I lied. It couldn't do anything to you. Idiot. Idiot teenager. <laughs> You dummy. All teenagers are dummies. <laughs> ah. Stoop for the win. Woo. And she's kind of like leaves the, the room. She leaves the room like raising the roof. Like, woo. That would have been the best. Like, I would have loved that too. <laughs> ah, that was the oldest. That's, that was the most old suit that we got. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So Allegra is trying to talk to Chester. She's like, you're gonna be fine because you're more than just a part of the team. You're a part of my life and I'm not letting you go. And she's like, he's like, you're a really good friend. She just said you're a part of her life and you were a really good friend. I mean. Okay. You got a lot on your minds, okay. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't trying to do the flirty flirts at this particular moment. That's true. Because he tells her, I think the person is a fire in the fire is a ghost. I think I'm being haunted by my father because my father died in the fire and now he's come back as a ghost. And Leg was like, uh-uh, 
that didn't have a face. And so Jess is like, yeah, but I wasn't with my father when he died. But the, fi- the fire made it feel like, he felt like he was there where it happened. And he's like, I could see the wreckage. I could hear the, feel the flames. I could hear my father calling for help. And no one came so he died alone. And Allegra's was like, yeah, but guess what? That wasn't your father. She's like, no, it was. She's like, no. Because like, remember, we saw your father when you went back in time with Cisco, and you got to find out how much he loved you and how he was a good father. And he's like, a good father wouldn't haunt you. And just like, no, no, it's my dad. So <laughs> this was the point where the episode became racist. Okay, give I'm me just that. saying. Chester's dad is the black fire that's destroying everything. Um, I think we all see it. <laughs> Why gotta be black? Why you gotta be black? Why you gotta be Chester's dad? Why are you doing that for? It's like racist splash. <laughs> 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 Obviously, just joking. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was the thing. It's like I get what they were trying to do, but it was like you did that episode and we saw that episode. And I have a hard time believing that Chester would believe that his dad was this fire-killing ghost. Why is your dad killing everyone then? Right. Like, why is your dad killing these random people? And again, Allegra's making, like, a ton of sense. And she's right, because, again, we all saw that episode. And the writers can't even, like, properly write a reason for Chester to be like, no, 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 here's how I, why I think it's, you know, it's my dad. It's just Chester. Oh, God. He had one line, he's like, I hated him his whole, my whole life, so this is payback. But as you said, he just had that that episode last year where he got to understand that his dad was okay. Right. And that's the thing. If we didn't see that episode, okay, maybe I buy that. I go, okay, maybe he had a really bad relationship with his dad, you know, so it's, maybe he thinks it's payback, got it. All right, I can see why he thinks that. But it's like, no, no, no. We saw that episode. You realize that he didn't hate you. You realize that everything was cool. Everything he did was for you. So why would you now think he's like, and I think they tried to do something with Chester being like, because I couldn't save him as if like the mm-hmm. father wanted Chester to save him or felt, I don't know. It just, it felt but very Chester poor. was like, what, 10 when this happened? Yeah. And he was like on the road. Like he wasn't yeah. even him. It felt very forced. <laughs> it was. It was. So while they're all doing this, and Alexa's like, this ain't a ghost, this ain't a ghost, something weird's going on, the alarm goes off, and everyone, like, you know, rushes to, like, the command center, and they're like, oh, no, this fire, fire is on all the levels. It's spreading. It's coming for them. The flames are, like, everywhere. It's, like, in the walls. And Chester's like, oh, my God, it's after me. And they're like, shut up, Chester. We need to figure out what's going on. <laughs> and Barry's like, if the fire destroys, like, like all the support stuff in the the walls that keeps Starlab standing up. Uh, all the crap that they have, the Vals Hall, Nasty, all the stuff they collect at Starlab so they melt down and contaminate Central City. And Barry basically says, suck it up, Chester. We need your help. <laughs> yes. I was like, good for you, Barry. That's how you should be acting. Yeah, we got we got to get on with this. And he's like, he's like, I got to do a search protocol and, and like do something so Chester's like okay it looks like all the flames are converging on the speed lab so Barry and Frost go because you know Frost you know has the frosty powers and they see all these flames and she's trying to put the flames out and it's doing nothing and they're like 
being circled by the flames. And Cecile's like, oh, I just got this massive wave of despair from you, Chester. And Allegra's like, he thinks he's being haunted by his dad. <laughs> she, she said it so annoyingly, too. Like, oh. And Cecile's like getting like overwhelmed. She's like, no, 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 this is not just Chester. I'm feeling like the pains of like thousands of people. Like, what's going on? And Barry's like, get the hell out. Why are you still gay? <laughs> <laughs> we can't. And like, we, we're not going to leave you behind. Also, I don't think they probably could have. And all of a sudden, the fire meta like thing, the form is like in front, like is with Chester and Cecile and Allegra. And Cecile's like, I feel pain, sadness, and grief. And all of a sudden, it takes the form of Chester's dad. Oh, no. Racist. Um, <laughs> yes, it takes the form of his dad. Yeah. And while they're doing all this, like, Barry is, like, is holding uh, Frost's hand, and he's, like, phasing them. So, like, the fire doesn't touch them. Take her out of the room. Also, can no. he like slow down time or something? Like, can't you phase to the floor and go to like another? I don't know. If you can't like phase to the fire, you can phase to the floor, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Get out that way. I guess you haven't leveled that up. Oh, or level down because you have to phase yeah. it down. Sure, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Chess is like, I'm so sorry if I saved you. And Lego's like, it's not your dad. Cecile's like, look, this is your father. I'm getting all this other stuff from, and like all the pain and sadness I'm getting from the meta. This isn't your father. And, and the meta's like, we belong together. I was like, okay, Mariah Carey. Um, and Cecile's uh, yeah, like, I went Pat Benatar. <laughs> ah, there you go. So it's like everything that's inside of Chester, like all his grief and stuff is moving from him and it's moving to like this meta. And she's like, oh, it's feeding on your grief. And they're like, no, it's lying. It doesn't love you. It's, you know, get out of here. It wants you to be like trapped in your sadness because it, it's hungry. It's eating off of you. And like, you need to fight it off, Chester. And he's like, I can't, I can't. And like, it was like, remember the last time you saw your dad? Like, uh, like what would he do? It's like, you know, Think about your dad. What was if he was really there? What would he be? He'd be like the first person to say how much he, he loves you. So think, you know, hold on to that. And Chester's like, yeah, he would. I'm like, you got there very quickly. Okay, Chester. <laughs> uh, like 20 minutes straight. Like was like, it's not a ghost. And he's like, it's a ghost. It's like it's not a ghost. And then she goes, your dad loves you. He's like, right. <laughs> That's so true. It's like you literally spent the entire episode going of. Allegra and Cecile going, no, 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 that's not your dad. And he's like, no, it is. He's like, no, it's not your dad. We can feel it. Your dad would be like this. No, no, it is. And then she's like, Chester, think about what your dad would, you know, do if he, you know, if he knew you now. And he's like, you're right. It's like, wait, what? How the he's like, fuck he... did you get there? Friday. Chester's like, my dad would never make me turn my back on my life here because he would love this life. And he, as he's saying this, he have like all these like, flashes of his dad being there. He's like, he would love this life I've built. He'd be like excited about my workshop and knowing that I'm working with a superhero and I'm saving the world. He would be proud of me and the man I've become. And he's like, and it was, it was a I really did, sweet I, moment. I did, I was going to say, yeah, I did like that scene because that, I like how they gave us like that. It's like, yeah, his dad totally would be, you know, 
impressed they're and like both, they're both like you know scientifically like you know creatively minded and like when he shows like the most he shows us things about his dad like sitting in that chair he made with speakers and like yes. you know taking a picture the selfie with the, the flash costume I was like oh his dad would be like that oh oh and as he's thinking about this the the, the meadow's like take my hand chester he's like no i'm gonna stay with my friends and my real family you need to go to hell and then i guess it does because it disappears that'd be great if the fire was like rude and then he just leaves no you go to hell i'm out of here no you go to hell <laughs> and all the flames that's everywhere though even the ones that were surrounding uh Frost and Barry, they leave, and Chess is like, I send it packing with a little help from my friends. And he's like, cue the Beatles. And then they come out of nowhere and they start singing. <laughs> um, and as they're doing this, like Chester and Allegra and Cecile, they all hug and they're crying, they're laughing. It's like, oh, we feel so good. We're so emotional. Yay. I got a little, little too cheesy, a little too much cheese at the end, but I was like, all right. Yeah. So they're doing the debriefing and with everyone. And Joe's like, wow, you had a close call. It's like, yeah, we got really lucky about all this stuff. And Chester's like, but it was really, it was Allegra Cecile because it helped me. And Joe's like, all right. So I looked into the other victims. The first victim, Stan, he had lost everything to foreclosure. The other victim, her sister had just died. And the yoga teacher's fiance had just died from cancer. So they were all full of grief. Like, okay, the meta eats grief and sorrow to survive. So it's not a matter, it's no, it's not a serial killer. It's <sighs> bad, but it's not a serial killer. And, and it's also okay. I'll say, and also it's not a meta controlling the flames. Because it feels like I felt all these emotions and all this stuff, like it has a mind of its own. So the flames themselves are the killer. They're not being controlled by a meta, it's itself. That was very disappointing. I was like, I mean, maybe like, again, if I didn't already in my head, if we didn't already have this like meta serial killer like story in our head, I would have been like, okay. We didn't come up with, they gave no, it to no, us. No, they exactly. said it. Totally. It's like, right. It's not something we just came up with. They mentioned it first and we were like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Um, and then it was like, because I like, because again, I like how it's like, okay, that's something based in realism, but you're also incorporating it in you know the meta world and i'm like i, I like that um and it, like i said i felt like you could have done this whole mystery thing with it but to then just be like it's this black fire that has a mind of its own and is a it's a thinking being or whatever and i'm like oh i don't know maybe i would have thought it you know maybe i wouldn't have been so down on it if i didn't already have the idea of the meta serial killer but i don't know it's just i feel like just fell flat after what I was uh, hoping for. Oh, I totally agree. I was like, oh, so it's just like, oh, it eats, eats grief. Okay, that's, I guess I could be interesting, but I was like, really like, kind of into this whole dark meta thing, you know? Yeah. Like a meta, dark serial killer meta. Because your darkest meta we've had for the longest has just been Eobot. Right. And, and like, it, it kind of goes back to uh, Cicada and everything. Um, yeah. I felt like that was a the fact that he wanted to kill Metas and like he had a thing that could stop the Meta powers and he was trying to like destroy Metas. Like I actually thought the idea was really cool. Now I don't think 
Chris Klein or the writing did a good enough job of pulling that off. <laughs> yeah. But, we talking like this to pull it off. Like this. And I'm going to try to act like I'm, you know, evil and, and, and hateful and angry, but I just sound like I'm constipated. <laughs> So, but it was a cool idea. Like, I liked the idea. I thought that was actually kind of like really cool. And at least they made him formidable for half the season. And and that mm-hmm. felt like, I think people kind of underestimate or kind of forget like Cicada felt like, a, like he kicked their ass for a good half the season, you know? He turn off their powers. He literally kicked Barry's ass because Barry had no power. And he exactly. Exactly. And it was like, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, they didn't just execute everything else that well. But it's like, you could have done like a meta serial killer, like, right. And I, I don't in this season. And I just felt like, oh, that would have been really cool. And instead we get like black flames that feel and feed on despair. And it's like, uh, all right. You almost had me flashed. And then you went, no. I went, uh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have expected more. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just the black flames feeding on despair, in a weird way. Just kind of, it feels like a a, a forced storyline, like this supernatural thing that's like something with you know the forces were leaked, like these things that came into humans, and now it's like this black flame is a thing. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't care. All these abstract beings becoming. Uh... Corporeal beings is weird. Yes, you put that a lot better than I did. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So Allegra and Cecile go to check in on Chester to see how he's doing. And Cecile's like, you know, we've all dealt with grief. She's like, me about my mom and Nash. And they mentioned Esperanza. I went, why are we counting Esperanza? But whatever. Are you talking about your grief about Esperanza? Yeah. I think that's, what, that's what I think. I was like, was this was the like talking about her grief about Nash and Esperanza? Because Nash had his own grief. Right. That's why I was confused. I get it. Yeah. No, I think she meant her grief for Esperanza. Okay. All right. Then that's valid. Okay. So like no one cares about Esperanza's grief. Um <laughs> I mean, Oh, and she's like, and Barry and all his issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too long to list, but we'll just say his mom and his dad. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times. Uh, she's like, but Dealing with loss is what makes them human and helping each other heal is what makes us family. And like Allegra and Chester kind of like, you know, like they're looking at each other and Cecile like gets a vibe that she's not supposed to be getting. And she's like, she's like, I'm going to leave you two alone. And they don't even notice that she leaves. And she's like, I'm always going to be there for you, Chester. And he's like, you know what? You're a big part of my life as well. And then all of a sudden you hear, Bell chicka wow wow. No? <laughs> that was just me. No, okay. Let's do it. But actually, they just would have made actually, the episode better. <laughs> there you go. But actually, in reality, they just kind of like hold each other's hands and look in each other's eyes. Yeah, it's very chaste. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end iris is like facetiming with barry to catch her up on what's going on she's like oh by the way sue owns like an entire city block in coast city and he's like oh she rich rich I'm like yes yeah, she is 
billionaire is. <laughs> she's Tony. She's Antoinette Stark. Antoinette Stark. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, because you don't know until she puts you up in this humongous suite and they show the suite and I was like, this thing is ridiculous. Yeah, that thing was ridiculous. She redressed. She's like, and 10 years in a suite next door, I went, no, 10 years should be in a Motel 6. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about your tenure. Um, and Iris is like, I want to help her and thinks like she could be a hero with her powers like the streak. I'm like, she just wants to find her mom. Yeah, she just want to be a superhero. I don't just find her mom, okay? Uh, but Barry's like, I'm so glad you're staying in Coast City because... With this black fire going on, it's not safe. I'd rather you be here. And she's like, okay. And then all of a sudden, Dan pops up. He's like, guess what? I know what's going on with you, and it's not good news. Dun, 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 dun. Like, really? I thought it was going to be amazing news. <laughs> you told me not to worry, as you had your most worried face on ever. <laughs> you were fixed. You were uh, treating this thing that you knew nothing about. What? <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> that's how we end that that was the flash phantoms the bomb yo <laughs> it was a yeah it was like i said i just thought it was one of the weaker episodes um i thought the iris uh nunya sue storyline was just weak i didn't care about it um and the whole thing with the black flames and Chester, I didn't understand why Chester insisted it was his dad. It, that made no sense. Um, and uh, yeah, I just thought like, oh, we're not doing the uh, serial killer angle. So that's disappointing too. Like disappointed in you, Flash. It was a weak episode. Didn't, wasn't a fan. Disappointing is a very good way to put it. Because it's like, oh, this is a serial killer. It's going to be weird. It's going to be creepy. It's going to be like, see what, how they're going to try and make this interesting. And it went, we're not. Right. He went flat out. We're not. They're just going to be very confused a lot. Because that's basically what they are. Just very confused. Yeah. They were like, we don't have a story, actually. We're making it up as we go along. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, oh, wow. You know, Iris is getting her own storyline. Oh, we're finally maybe getting some, like, you know, traction on what the heck this time sickness thing is that I remember Nora told us not to worry about. She's going to be fine. But we're going to figure out what this is. It's going to be something. And they went, no, we're going to make you talk about this teenage runaway girl that I do not care about. She's wow. not going to be the, she's not going to be the new Allegra. Cause I barely right. care about the Allegra we got. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> so stop adding in. Like, it's just like, that's, you know what? That's what's bothering about the, the Tanya thing. It's like, they're, combining the streak storyline where you know she writes this uh iris is writing these articles about the streak and she helps break the whole thing about the streak and allegra like you know the the down on her luck teenage girl just needs someone to like believe in her and then combining it i went this girl now moves to you know central city and works at like you know uh cc media too i'm like what's the point you know like why we why we rehashing this type of storyline with iris you know Yes. It's give her something new, something fresh, like something that makes sense for season eight. <laughs> yes. 
okay. Oh, that's yeah. That was all I had. It was like I felt like I really nailed it. It was like, yeah, I got it. It's like, oh wait, the silence. Should I have said more? So. That was a flash. Season eight, episode whatever. <laughs> it's basically it. It's, it's whatever, whatever. I was like, you had, you, you. It reminded me of uh, the crossover where we were going really high. Like this is getting really good, and then we that last episode kind of brought all crashing down. Yeah, got me really interested in this whole like you know. We're gonna uh, like they were teasing us with the uh, Iris, like you know, her hairbrush disappearing and her losing time with Joe, and then we're gonna put that aside and make us talk about Tanya. And ooh, we might have like a serial killer meta. This is gonna be something. Oh no, it's some sort of ghost. But for a while, we're gonna think it's Chester's dad. It's you keep making me go, oh wow, this is gonna be something. And then you went, no, it's not. And I keep. Yeah, and yeah, I, I agree. I thought like maybe they were gonna work the Iris's sickness into the whole uh, meta serial killer thing. Like maybe somehow it could be connected, or they could like work that in. And then it's like, oh no! Not only is it not a meta serial killer, we don't even have anything like plausible for what Iris's thing is. And it's like, oh, that's disappointing on two levels now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is the, that is really the point. Like, you don't know what you're doing with Iris, do you? Like, yeah. you could feel it. Yeah, exactly. You could feel it. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Like, this isn't good. It's like, Flash, you know, kind of like you said. It's like, stop doing this. Stop getting me excited. Like, oh, wow, this, this is going to be really good. And then going, oh, this is where we went. Oh. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe the next episode will be better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't have a lot of hope in that. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, this has been one more thing. I've been Tiffany. I've been Anthony. 